to another episode of Ruben the Cuban as we talk and celebrate life and talk about commercial real estate. Um, as usual, I like to always start off by talking a little bit about one of my favorite hobbies, a cigar, which I just actually finished smoking one outside uh, before coming in here. And today I have a special cigar. One of my favorite, favorite cigars, Padron. And this one is a 1926 series. It's a box press torpedo cigar uh, with uh, a Maduro wrapper. And again, not endorsed by any cigar company, but it's one of my favorites. And one of the things I love about cigars is I get to share. And often when people talk and they see me walking around with a cigar, it's a, it's a talking point. I get to meet people often when I'm networking, I'll have a cigar on me. And it's just a, a good way to uh, share a little bit about something I love to do. And I, uh, people often ask me questions about cigars and, and so forth. So it's a little bit of a lifestyle, I guess. Uh, people like coffee. Some other people like scotch. I like scotch too as well. But uh, cigars are, are something that's very, and this cigar is special not only because it's one of my favorite, but it was given to me as a gift by none other than Jennifer Piso. That is here with me today. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank mm -hmm. you for joining us. Thank you so much, Ruben, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, and share some time with you. Absolutely. And Jennifer, thank you so much for a cigar. I am going to enjoy it as we have this great little conversation about life. And on the topic of life and CRE, tell us a little bit about Jennifer, young Jennifer. Young Jennifer. Young Jennifer. Okay. Tell us well, a little Jennifer, background. First of all, Jennifer is on her 47th year. I'm 47 years young. Oh. But a little bit about my background. You don't look a day past 25. Thank you. That makes me feel very good. Thank you so much. But um, I'm originally from the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Chicago. I know you're a Chicago guy. Absolutely. So absolutely. I'm excited about that. Um, I grew up in, like I said, the northwest suburbs. And I went to college at Northern Illinois University. Oh, Go Huskies. Go Huskies. Anyways. Um, so... I went to school. I actually went to school to be a teacher. And then I had a friend who was in commercial furniture. And she's like, you know what? You don't belong in a classroom. I think you belong in the adult world in sales. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what is this all about? So I went to an interview at a company called Reiki Office Interiors. They're a local manufacturer in Elgin, Illinois. Mm -hmm. And I got my first job out of college in contract furniture. Wow. So right out of college, right? So you right went, out of college. Right out of college. Skip teaching right into this vast world of uh, commercial interior side and something I often talk about people, you know, have a lot of different, um, there are a lot of pieces or a lot of in different, um, uh, companies or different factors of industrial or commercial real estate. So you went into the furniture side. I went into contact furniture. Um, my best couple of my best friends were in it. Um, I had a great time building a wonderful network with all the commercial real estate professionals in the Chicagoland area through different organizations such as IFMA, International Facility Management Association, mm -hmm. and BOMA, Building Owners Management Association, and Cornet. And, you know, then I stepped away from that and I actually went into more focused contract furniture, which was ergonomics. And mm. um, ergonomics got really popular when people were getting hurt in their offices and they were in need of specific products to alleviate issues such as carpal tunnel and back issues and neck issues. So I went to work for a company called Workright Ergonomics and still on the commercial side of it. 
mm-hmm. because it's a piece of the furniture. So I went into the ergonomics for about 15 years. Wow. Still networked with all the same people. I was networking with property managers, commercial real estate professionals, contract furniture dealerships, big ones in Chicago like Hendrickson's, business office systems, and so forth. And I stayed there for about 15 years. <laughs> and You're loyal. Yeah. I mean, it, it was really good because it was very popular. Sit-stand desks, you know, the electric mm-hmm. sit-stand desks, that became huge in contract furniture and very important piece of the puzzle. So I stayed there. Love- well, a little side note, it still is. I love the stand desk. Our book office is, we all we have is stand desk. Yes. Like where you hit a little button and it goes up and you can actually stand up because- I was always a kid and I got in trouble in school because I wouldn't sit in my seat all day long. And the teacher would say, can you sit down again? I was like, but I got to stand up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I always say your next position is your best position. So going mm-hmm. from sitting to standing throughout today is great. You're not yes. supposed to sit all day. You're not supposed to stand all day. There's balance mm-hmm. between the both of that. So I spent most of my career in contract furniture. And then I stepped away from contact furniture and I had friends that um, owned a security company. So this was actual camera security, technical security, building security. So I kind of stepped on the outside of the building instead of being on the interior. I stepped Mm -hmm. outside and I started doing um, AI and camera systems and learning about um, gun detection and so forth. Um, Wow. AI. Yeah, AI. Because AI now is a very hot topic. Yes. And so you were you were talking about AI a few years ago. Yeah, AI through through the camera systems. Through the camera systems. I mean, because there's different overlays that you can put on camera systems that it's just I mean, there's a plethora of stuff and it's ongoing and constantly changing the security and the technical side of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was fun to be in. And it was a friend's company. So I was happy to help them like grow their little footprint. Again, I was mm-hmm. majorly networking for them. I'm always like, I'm always like the face of the business going out mm-hmm. there, networking, promoting the brand. I'm a huge brand ambassador whenever I um, go into a company. So that's, you know, that's where that left me with the security. And then we decided in 2020, well, you know, we had a crazy year in 2020. Yes. COVID changed a lot for mm-hmm. myself and my family. Um, we were just ready for a change. We had um, some trauma through that year. We all we all suffered, you mm-hmm. know, specific things. And we wanted a change. And my husband's like, you know, he has a friend down here who owns a hospitality company. He's like, Why don't, you know, let's go. Let's go to Florida. Nice. But, you know, one of the real reasons I'm here is because of the sun mm-hmm. and the ocean. And, you know, I wanted complete change. And I basically left my whole network in Chicago, Ruben. Wow. My whole network in Chicago, picked up my family, moved down here in October 2021. And now I work for a company called The Outworks Group. Mm-hmm. And we're a national exterior service company. So we do landscaping, snow removal, paving, um, you name it, um, catch basin, anything that you can imagine on the exterior of the building, our company does. We're under, I'm under a large umbrella. So Outworks Group has nine companies under it. We're strategically placed, you know, throughout um, the United States. We have um, one of our main companies down here in Orlando, which is Ground Tech. 
But it's crazy because people are like, well, what do you do for a living? I'm like, I, I'm at Exterior Services. I actually manage, I'm a national account executive that manages big box retailers for snow removal. Wow. In Florida. <laughs> Come on. There you go. Yes. Sunny now there's Florida. a line. Yes. <laughs> when I, so when I go out networking now, because I, you know, I'm a big networker, I love this connection. Yes. And they're like, what do you do for a living? I'm like, well, I'm in exterior services, land and, and snow. Snow? You're never going to see snow down here. I'm like, you're right. Yeah. That's why I'm down here. <laughs> That's, and then, you know, it, it just kind of touched a little bit of how we connected or reconnected. Um, being with, from Chicago, you know, I moved down in 2019. And then through our LinkedIn, you, when you reached out, you're like, hey, I just moved to South Florida. You know, I see that we have a, a very similar, we have, you know, hundreds of people that are part of our network. And network is kind of the topic of today. You know, because I, I remember the first time we connected through LinkedIn, we started networking a little bit. We talked about all the people we had in common that we knew in Chicago, a lot of the different uh, events that we were both at, at the same time. Um, and we probably didn't run into each other like face to face at those events. But here we are, you know, years later down in South Florida. And then you tell me I'm I'm, I'm moving snow. And, I'm, <laughs> and I remember the first thing I was like, wow, what a place to be to move snow. But. As you just said, on a national level with big box, uh, you know, retailers across the country, and especially with some of the storms that we've had here in the last couple of weeks, yeah. I'm sure there's been a lot of activity moving a lot of snow uh, oh, yeah. in different, pushed, different places. We're pushing it, let me tell you, up in the Midwest, <laughs> especially, because um, one of the other main companies is based out of Chicago, oh, yeah. the snow removal company. So, um, but yeah, LinkedIn, I mean, that's where I reached out. I saw we had a lot of people in common mm -hmm. and I was like, how am I going to build my network down in South Florida? I need to find some Chicago people down in go. South Florida. <laughs> and I saw that you were connected to a lot of like commercial real estate people. And I'm like, I got to, I got to, let's, let's much message Ruben Ruben. Let's see go. who this Ruben Ruben is. Let's message him and see, you know, yeah. not a lot of people like get back to you when you're messaging them on LinkedIn, but you know, when somebody messages you back or gives you a quick phone call. Yeah. You well, know, that's good people right there. <laughs> well, thanks. Seriously. Thanks. So. Well, it, it, you know, and I try to do my best. I'm not perfect, but, uh, I, you know, when I saw again, Jennifer and I saw Chicago and I had to reach out. Yeah, I And then it. I remember, uh, I told you, I was like, Hey, I'm going to uh, an event. It was a ULI event, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, and I said, come on down. And you're like, well, I'm in Boca. I'll come down to Miami. I was like, and you came down and you worked the room like a pro. Um, and I remember I introduced you to a lot of people I knew because yes. you were new, but it was just an introduction and you would just take it from there. And, um, you know, kind of like the theme again, I want to kind of talk about a little bit. I love networking and I know something, you know, having been or having doing a lot of networking throughout you know my career, there's certain people you see that they're out there just to shake hands and grab a card. Then there's no follow up. And then they kind of just die with the network or they'll say, oh, I met 20 people. Um, and then that's about it. They'll go back and some of the, I think they have like a report to fill out and say how many people they met at certain places. Oh, wow. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. For me, it's, it's, I love building relationships because the way I've been able to build is through relationships and through networking. And when I saw you doing your network and actually we connected through our network, um, I think it's something that's, it's, it's almost not a lost art, but it's definitely an art. It's not something that uh, I don't think uh, all the universities are teaching networking 101 but um i think uh it's something that definitely needs to be emphasized and you know a lot of people have you know they think networking is about hey let's go grab some drinks and just talk but how do you turn 
networking event on a professional level into building a relationship where it leads to some sort of generating business kind of thing. So on that note, tell me a little bit about your journey through network. Is that something that just came natural to you from the beginning or um, was that something you just kind of worked on and you see yourself evolving throughout the years in your way to network and who you network with and that sort of thing? I've evolved greatly. I mean, (laughs) from my starting in my twenties, it was like, it was like that. It was like, let me see how many business cards I can get at this networking event and let's go drink and let's go get wasted. You know, <laughs> like that's that's how it was. I mean, that's how it was in Chicago, you know, but yeah. you know, you know how it is. It's it's re- it's relationship everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, and and um, I I evolved greatly through my network. I mean, my network is like my second family. Mm. OK, if the people in your network are not like a second family, then they're not a good network to have. Mm. That is some good advice because oh, that repeats saying if the people in your network are not like your network family, then they're not worth having in your network, having in your network. Yeah, because I mean, everybody that I've networked with and I'm going to talk about mainly my Chicago network, because that's where I spent the last 20 years of my career building was like family. Like I would I would meet somebody Mm -hmm. at a networking event. And if I felt the energy, it's about energy too and mm-hmm. vibration, okay? If you don't feel good with somebody, you know it's not going to be a good person to add to your network. Mm-hmm. But I go in with the intent that everybody is good. Everybody is made of love, right? Right. And let's see what we can get out of this. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to get like your business out of it. I'm trying to get like your, your, your relationship. Like I want a relationship with you that I can share with others. That's Mm. what it's about in sharing that relationship with others. So people in my network are, are like family. And I'm, if I'm going to, if I'm going to like give a referral, it's going to be somebody from my network Mm -hmm. that I trust and that I built an everlasting relationship with. Amazing. Amazing. I think those are just powerful, powerful nuggets of information as I like to say, because uh, a lot of people will, it's a matter of how many people in their work, let's call them, you know, how many uh, friends they have on any kind of social media kind of thing. Oh, I have uh, 10,000 people or whatever. And I'm not gonna lie, you know, I, I try to get some more people of always, course. always by looking, but then there's always that, that network of people that who do you go to your go-to people for whatever referral you need to, to have. Uh, one of my mentors from Chicago, uh, John Wadsworth, he was, he called himself the dart man and the dart man was a serial networker. Mm. Um, but one thing he had, he sold life insurance or he's selling life insurance. He would pick up the phone and call literally the CEO of fortune 50 companies. Mm. And they would pick up the phone for him because he was so good at connecting dots and networking and trying to help people through his network. He got a lot of business because it just kind of naturally came to him. It came to him through the network and through his ability to connect people that were like-minded and good spirit. Um, I'm very much believing that positive energy, as you just stated and so forth in the networking. So when you go into a room, so it's a room of strangers, you may know a couple of people and okay, Chicago, I know you said you built your big network, you had all these people coming to Florida, mm. brand new market. Mm. Cause I, I, basically did the same thing mm-hmm. in 2019 and, 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 you know, COVID didn't help much, but, you know, having the, the remnants of COVID, if we will, because, you know, people are starting to get back into networking mm-hmm. and just starting to feel comfortable about being around each other. 
what, what do you look for? What, you know, when you kind of, besides it, you know, like you said, you walk in, everybody's positive, everybody's good. What, uh, I don't know, are certain traits or certain things, or do you have any, any system or you just kind of go with your heart? Well, I mean, since I'm building a brand new network, let's talk about down here yes. is, um, when I walk into a room, I don't know anybody, barely mm -hmm. anybody now. So the first thing I recommend doing is if you are in an association, join a committee mm -hmm. because you get to know the people in the committee. Like, for instance, I'm um, in BOMA, mm -hmm. Fort Lauderdale and Palm Beach, and Ooh, I'm part of the okay. BOMA Day Committee. Nice. And so I'm building up that rapport, meeting with these guys monthly to talk about BOMA Day. And I'm slowly building my network of my people down here mm -hmm. who I want, who I can refer other vendors like myself mm -hmm. and building that. But when I walk into a room now, when I see somebody sitting by themselves, that's the person I go to. Wow. Because I know that person is just like me waiting for somebody to come up to them, to talk to them mm. and help them out and say, Hey, let's do this together. Let's, you know, I'm new here. You're new here. Let's, let's, you know, do an event together. Let's, let's, you know, yeah. two faces is better than one. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> absolutely. And, and I, I, I can definitely, cause I'm going back to that ULI event. Yeah. I remember walking in with you and, as I introduced you to the few people I was getting to know and, and meeting uh, at the time, it felt like you and I had been connected for years and then been working together for years and, and so forth. And then some of the people I introduced, it was almost like you said, they became almost instant family. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's the Italian side and the Cuban side here. Oh, totally. we're, we're very, you know, <laughs> Oh yeah. we're, we're just bring it in, you know, you yep. know not the three yard away handshake. I'm, I'm more of the hugger and, you know, just bring it in. No. And, we're you extroverts. Gotta, absolutely. You got to share that love and, and, and it shines through on the, on the networking side. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. Right. So you go to that person that's sitting there and you, you at least make that connection. I make that connection. I start a conversation. Hey, what do you do? You know, this is what I do. Oh, is this your first time here? This is my first time. How about, and then I go in for like a coffee or a lunch. Yes. I don't, you know, I don't care if that person is somebody I need business from or a vendor. You know, mm -hmm. like I, this is how you build your network. You mm -hmm. just, you're just not out there for the money. You're, I mean, I'm, I'm not out there for the money, period. I mean, we all need it, right? Yes. I'm out there for the relationships. I'm building my soul family. Mm. So, you know, I go in, I'm like, let's do a lunch. And then I go, I like to go deep. Yes. Like one-on-one -on -one and, and go deep with people and get to know them and sit down and have a real conversation and get to know what you do for a living and to put who you are like on the inside, like the core. So I think you, you know? just hit another nugget that's yeah. very important. It's a lot of people go to, and I hear this, they'll go to networking. I met so-and-so CEO of blah, blah, blah. And they feel like they now have this instant connection because they shook somebody's hand and got their business card. <laughs> and we both know that, that, that you know, that could be for like a 10 second span while you're saying hello. And then they're on to the next person. They may or may not remember you for whatever reason. But that follow up that you just talked about, the connecting with the coffee or a conversation um, and, and not with the interest of what can you do for me? Exactly. As we're like, how can we get to know each other and get to know that person deeper? That's, exactly. that's, that's very important. That's, that's amazing. It's super important. And sometimes it does fade after that lunch or that coffee because energy's not there. The connection, mm -hmm. you know, like it, 
really is about the energy for me. Um, I People tell me I'm magnetic and alluring and I pull people in. I do. I pull all kinds of people in. Yeah. But there's only a few people that stick. Right. You know? Right. And well, let me ask you, because that's a, another thing that, you know, as we'd like to network, sometimes we, we meet all sorts of people and sometimes you want to help out and on the outside, they look like there's somebody kind and they, they, then they're like, Oh, I can connect you with this person. And then you make a connection. Have you ever had one of those connections kind of, I won't say backfire, but kind of you're like, mm, I wish I didn't do that one. Oh man. Lots. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want me to start Ruben? No. I mean, yeah, I, it, that happens, you know, um, where I've been, you know, I've got a referral from somebody you go in and it just doesn't go the way you, you want it. You know, they're mm -hmm. looking, they're looking just for, you know, down in dirty numbers or something, you know, and I'm yeah. just, it just doesn't work, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, yeah, it happens from time to time. It happens, but you don't <laughs> stop. But no, you got to keep on going. There you go. Yeah. So, cause I've, I've, some people I've talked to that they're like, oh, I'll never go back to the networking thing. That's, or that's a waste of time. Everybody's just sitting there and at the end of the day, nothing happens or it's just people looking out for themselves. And yeah, that's true. There's, there's a good number of people like that, but networking similar to like riding a bike or similar to anything in life, you know, sometimes you can, you know, get hurt or, you know, get, get a little stung, you know, cause it wasn't what you expected. But uh, getting back on that horse and keeping networking is is uh, is important. Now, what would you say to the person that's sitting there by themselves, hoping that somebody would talk? Because uh, I've, I've I've seen people go from being that person to then learning how to then get up and walk across the room, and they're the ones reaching out. So if somebody's listening to this and they're like, "I just can't see myself or walking across or introducing myself to strangers," I guess, or something like that. Any tips or any yeah. words of encouragement, I guess? I mean, all it takes is that first step. Mm -hmm. I mean, just get up, go over there, takes a little action. We're all the same. We, we're just wearing different covers. We're all the same inside. We all do the same things. We're not perfect. You know, just you, you got to take a step. You can't lead your life with fear. You have to lead in love. I mean, that's... That's my big thing. Lead and love. Yeah. You live your life in fear. You're going to sit there and you're going to squander with fear. And, and, you know, I definitely choose not to do that. That's and, great. you know, for somebody who's just sitting there first time on their own, that's why I'm that person that walks in the room and goes up to them to nice. give them, give them, give them that nudge to, you know, and then one day that person flourishes and then you can say, yeah, I was a part of that. You know, I smiled at that person and, you know, I made their whole day just by smiling at them, you know? Nice. And yeah. Well, if you don't mind, let's pivot just a little bit. Yeah. Cause, um, not totally off topic, but it's something that we've talked about a little bit and we, I think we kind of touched upon the energy mm -hmm. and believing in, you know, I'm not trying to get into a spiritual religious talk, but there's something definitely about, like you said, that you connect with people and you want to mm -hmm. get to know them. Um, what, what, uh, what are some of those things that you say you connect with or, or forms of connecting besides the coffee when you go deeper? Uh, I guess, you know, what do you see in somebody or what do you look for in somebody? Yeah. Or, um, I'm like a magician. Mm. Okay. So <laughs> when I meet with people, uh -huh. it's, 
it's it's not weird. It's people just seem comfortable and they like to tell me their story. They want to tell me their story. Mm-hmm. I'm an attentive listener. So I think that's, you know, people just sit down with me and they're like, oh, Jen Pizzo, she seems cool. I'm going to tell her my whole life story. And generally, you know, it's weird. It's, I can't, I, I got to get away from that word weird. But people generally, they, I can sit down with them and I can know who you are by the end of a conversation wow. just because it's the comfort. It's the, you know, it's the energy that I'm putting out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is a spiritual thing yeah. and it's my aura and it's your aura. Mm-hmm. And when we're in the same auras together, yeah, a lot of magical things could either happen or not happen, depending on yep. where your energy is at. Right. Yeah. I always, for me, I'm, um, if I think of anything negative in my head, I always have to have two positives, mm. you know, so, you know, that's how you turn it around, you know. So when you get a negative thoughts, you'll think of two positive random thoughts or just two positive thoughts. Yeah. Two positive thoughts. You know, like I look good today. You do. You look great. (laughs) (laughs) You look great. I saw you walking in. I was like, wow, they're very, very good. Nice. And then, you know, that makes it, it sets up, it sets your day. I mean, I, I start my day with setting intentions in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, you you know, my intentions are always good and, and try to create some kind of abundance back to me or to somebody else. Yeah. I'm a natural giver. Mm-hmm. You know, you are too. I mean, we're, we're in sales. We're natural givers. We give ourselves, you know. And, you give cigars. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm a, and I like to receive too. Absolutely. But I know, you know, I'm here on this planet to give and connect and help people grow mm. into who they are supposed to become on this earth. So, well, know. and not to put you on the spot, is there any particular yeah. story that you can say is like, Oh, I saw this young or young in the industry person kind of thing. Oh yeah. And you help connect and you saw them yeah. kind of grow kind of thing you would like to share. So, yeah, I mean, um, well, I have one um, guy up in Chicago. He was like, I was a mentor to him. Mm-hmm. He joined work right with me, me back in the day. His name is Sean Canty. So he calls me Mama Pizzo. Aww. Okay. So, and it's like, you know, you he was, you know, 10 years younger than me, brought him under my wing, showed him the ropes, introduced him to everybody. And this kid is freaking flourishing now. Wow. You know, he his his father owns um, a contract furniture company, mm-hmm. you know, that goes into the contract and has plethora of different lines and stuff. He's also a real estate agent. He's a father to two beautiful boys. And, mm. you know, just seeing him grow from like, you know, straight out of college into the little sales machine that he is today. That, that makes me that, that's what, that's a feel good for me yeah, right there. That's awesome. To see that. That so, is awesome. That's yeah. beautiful. That's Sean beautiful. Canty. Go Sean. <laughs> and, and Sean's up in Chicago he's now. A, he's up in Chicago. He's doing real estate and contract furniture up there. Great. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's great to have those stories, you yeah. know, to have, uh, to be both on the, as I talked about, I had a mentor when I was early, you know, in Chicago, kind of finding my way into the real estate spectrum, uh, coming out of medical sales. And then I went into, uh, into commercial real estate uh, several moons ago. Yeah, geez, come on. <laughs> and um, on your side, you know, like saying somebody kind of took under your wing. Now they call you Mama, Mama Pizzo, and mm-hmm. there you go. And somebody's growing. 
And a lot of that has to do with how you connect with people. And I think a lot of that goes back to this, what we're talking about with the networking, because networking is about connecting and it's not just about handshaking a number of cards. Because a lot of people, that's again, I don't know why I keep reiterating, I do know why I keep reiterating that because a lot of people, uh, even in my office, a lot of my other uh, colleagues are like, oh, Ruben, you're always out. And, you know, and somehow I run into people or I connect with people that we end up being really good friends or I refer them and to other of my associates, uh, whether they're in commercial real estate or, uh, or as a broker or an architect or whatever. As we said earlier, there's a whole lot of pieces to the puzzle of commercial real estate uh, that, that, that you're able to connect with and, and making those connections and networking for me has been that bridge mm. to just be a connector. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's why with clients also, you know, you got somebody that wants to sell a property, you got somebody that wants to buy and finding that right connection is not just about the property or number of sales or, hey, this guy wants to buy this. It's, there's a level of connection between the two people doing the transaction that you're trying to make it happen mm-hmm. and make it work for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure it, uh, everybody comes out feeling good at the end, not just, oh, you know, I got one over on him or I got one over on her or whatever situation that world, that world is going away yeah it is it's a, it's it's a new regime well uh one of my episodes previously i talked about um uh our former president that unfortunately passed away last year mm-hmm. uh kevin majacomo talked about mm-hmm. just the, the transactional guy that uh wanted to kind of hold all the cards close to their chest and have information that they're going to be just dying on a vine basically because not having transparency. Mm. And I think the transparency part is also very important with the networking because if you're not, people will see through that real quick. If you're just too plasticky, I guess. It, that's so true. You know? Um, yeah. People do see through that. It's not, you have to be transparent. You have to be your most authentic self these days. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't be that person, you know, that, I guess society raised us to be. I mean, mm. <laughs> honestly, that regime is going away. The the land of greed and so forth. It's all about it's all it's going to be all about the individual and being your most authentic self. Yeah. And if you're not, the authentic people will see right through you, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. So being authentic while we're this this uh, this podcast has a, a lot of the different nuggets, especially if you're really looking to develop on the authenticity, develop on networking skills. The follow up to to the networking is also uh, you know very very important and key to to the networking and um, you know being able to to leverage your network wherever you go because like mm-hmm. we both live in, but in your case, like you came from Chicago down here, and you're now connecting with people down here that you've never met before and. I, I assume before uh, 2020 or 2019, you probably weren't even thinking about moving or were you already thinking I'm moving to Florida? No. So mm-hmm. it's just a. Uh, we came down here April 2020 for a vacation in a Captiva and we made our decision then. Six months later, we we moved fast. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh. And how's it been going for, you know, and with the snow removal in South Florida, it's, it's a little difficult. <laughs> well, so I'm a national account executive for the Outworks group. And yeah, snow removal, it's it's not difficult because I work with big black realtors mm-hmm. or 
retail stores, big box retail stores, you know, like the Walmarts and the Targets. And uh-huh. they there's 2,500 stores across the nation. And obviously those are in snow communities. So, you know. Do you mostly work directly with the stores themselves? Or are you no. working with like the developers or the property managers? So or? being um, in my role, I work directly with Walmart headquarters exteriors team. Okay. So that's, I'm basically the liaison between the headquarters and our business. And we have a whole operation team that runs, you know, um, with the store managers or on site and so forth. So, wow. Yeah. So I'm a liaison. A liaison. Yeah. So do you ever go up to the headquarters? Walmart? Yeah, I actually was in Bentonville, Arkansas two weeks ago, meeting with um, the exteriors team out there. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Bentonville. It's all Walmart. <laughs> if you've ever been to Arkansas, it's all Walmart. I've, yep. I've not had the privilege to be there. Uh, maybe someday. That's my first time. Really? <laughs> nice. Nice. And then, you know, so you guys handle Walmarts all across the country yep. kind of thing for. for we have uh, um, one of our biggest clients is Amazon. We do a lot of distribution centers. We do a lot of airports. Um, we have a huge Aero um, is one of our companies that does. Uh, we do logistics. I mean. Huge. Airports. We do airports, snow removal. You're talking about those big things with. Oh, like, yeah. Those big, though. Yeah. The I don't, what, I don't know what you call yeah. them. They look, I mean, come from the Midwest to me. It looks like a big combine on the That's front. Exactly. Of a <laughs> and, the, you know, and they have melters, too. Oh. That you actually dump snow in and melt. That's big at um in the airport scene. Oh. You know, so we do a lot of huge operation um, work with UPS, a lot of big names. um, And that's what we do. You have any. I would say, since we're talking about connecting, one particular, I don't have to name the name of a client, but you have a certain story with a client you connected with. You're like, hey, there's a good soul. Oh, yeah. And. Oh, yeah. It kind of. Um, so it was back in Chicago. It was uh-huh. my, in my ergonomic days. Um, it was for a pharmaceutical company, and they were looking into ergonomics. And one of the facilities, um, people that were on the team, we formed a very strong relationship through our spirituality and our religion um, back then. And um, till this day, we're still very close. I mean, we became like very close to the point where my, my kids were in her wedding. That's, wow. how, that's how close the network became. Mm-hmm. My kids were in her wedding and um, we, we still talk and um, she's, she's wonderful. She no longer works for that pharmaceutical company. She actually started her own ministry. She makes, she brings purses back from the Philippines and wow. sells them out here and gives the money back to the women out in the Philippines. And, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the connection, I mean, every, every person that has been put in my path has been put there for a reason. That's amazing. So, that's amazing. You know, through my network and this all happens through my network. Well, that's a prime example of what you just said. If they're not, if you're, they're in your network and they're not part of your network family, like, Seems mm-hmm. like that's a good example or fabulous example of literally you guys become like family. Like and it that. sounds like she's doing some fabulous things. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. She's on, well. She's on fire. She's on fire and so are you. So are you. <laughs> so, hey, thank you so much for being with us here today and sharing some of your story, sharing your bright, you know, spirit that you bring to the any mm-hmm. room. You always lighten up everything. And I'm sure and I hope that through uh, this podcast, some people get a little glimpse of that positive energy that you have and I hope uh, so too. hopefully you feel uh, really good about next time they go out networking and 
kind of be a little more purposeful about what they're doing, not just having a drink and shaking some hands and grabbing a card. That's right. <laughs> build, build that everlasting relationship. Go deep. Go, Go deep. deep. Go deep. Thank <laughs> you very much. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. And um, thank you guys for listening. Again, um, I always like to uh, talk a little bit about Christina's Academy. It's a little not-for-profit I work with here in the South uh, in Miami, uh, providing um, some much-needed support for some underprivileged kids in elementary schools, uh, whether through tutoring or so forth, christinaacademy.com or .org. And uh, thank you very much for listening. Please share this. Uh, if you find it to be uh, uh, useful or if you enjoyed it, um, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you like to enjoy your podcast show. Thank you very much. Until next time.